in full transparency, I am recording my first podcast just a few hours after having an In-N-Out double-double burger, In-N-Out animal-style fries, a Pop-Tart, two Pop-Tarts, s'mores Pop-Tarts, because those are the greatest of all kind, and frozen yogurt from one of those like customized frozen yogurt shops. So it was a lot of high-calorie food that is quote-unquote unhealthy, but I was like, you know what? There's no better time to talk about health and nutrition and fitness and actually start a podcast about it than three hours after consuming like 2,500 calories in an hour span. So here we are. Here we are. Happy to be here. Um, the Fitness Journey podcast with me, Patrick Wilson. Um, the ultimate journey or the ultimate goal, <laughs> lots of journey going on. Ultimate goal is to um, eventually start having guests on the show to talk about their fitness journey, um, what they do with their own life, whether it be people that are in the fitness space, people that you know are entrepreneurs, are just our teachers, our, you know, accountants, like literally any profession and how fitness has influenced their career, influenced their life, family time, that kind of area, because I think that's really relatable and something that, you know, you can draw parallels to what other people go through in their life related to your life, see how fitness impacts it, how much of a positive thing it is, and then run with it and go do your own thing um, and have positive outcomes in your life. So that's one aspect of the podcast that I eventually want to do um, and we'll be working on, you know, getting guests on here. But a, another large part of it is just talking about the quote unquote right way to go about getting in shape and you know losing fat building muscle um, the details behind it and having a platform where I can talk more in depth on those topics as opposed to Instagram where it's you know a caption that one one hundredth of people that actually follow your account read on occasion or you know YouTube videos where it, it's quick it's got to be edited right for people to continue watching it um, or, or even you know even Instagram videos or infographics it's just hard to sometimes catch attention and I feel like podcasts are an area where um, me other humans can go into a little bit more detail and people are you know in their car working out walking around cleaning like literally anything and you can just actually watch it and have this kind of background noise so with that said that's the reason for starting up the podcast really want to um, you know be able to have actual conversations about these things that are important as it relates to fitness as it relates to working out nutrition and kind of the um, the mindset behind it um, and so that's that's what we're going to be doing with this podcast. This is the first one, getting rolling. Um, so in more, more full transparency, I am currently standing up in my kitchen in my apartment in L.A. at the moment. It's 6.15 and I'm drinking a cup of coffee. I have not yet worked out today, so I'll probably not work out till like 10 p.m., which I don't normally like to do. But here we are drinking coffee at this time. I'll be jazzed up and I'll probably get more jazzed up as this podcast and as I keep talking goes because the caffeine will be hitting your boy hard. All right. Um, so the first topic of today um, and this this specific topic and podcast idea for this first one um, came from one of my friends that recently sent me a message and she said that her aunt and her mom I believe are are doing a weight loss challenge at their work and they and that they were talking about it with her and she was saying that um, you should really follow my friend's page and you should learn about what a calorie deficit is because that's how you lose weight and obviously most people are gonna be like what the hell is a calorie deficit we don't know what that means that's like a foreign language and so she asked me if I had any posts or anything I could send over and I've like written a few articles about it have some Instagram posts but nothing like set in stone it's really detailed going over it so as I was thinking of my podcast I was like you know what why not talk about it on the podcast so 
talking about calorie deficits, talking about those weight loss challenges at work, they like the time, any kind of time diet. So those are the two main topics we're going over today. And hopefully we'll make it fun, entertaining. And by we, I mean I, hopefully I can make it somewhat fun and entertaining. Um, and if you enjoy the podcast and the topics we talk about and all that action, whatever you want to do, um, um, go ahead and like the podcast, share it, all that goofy stuff that people always say, but I'm sure it actually does help a ton. So if you want to do that, do it. But anyway, more importantly, on to these two main topics. So the first thing before we get into the calorie deficit action, because that's kind of a in-depth topic to get into, and I want to cover a few different uh, areas with that. Let's first talk about something that more people can relate to and know a little bit about when it comes to those um, time diets or like challenges with diets and um, like challenge weight loss challenges at work. Um, so first with the weight loss challenges at work. I've heard this from a few different people over the last number of years. There's something at work where you want to see how many pounds you can lose over a month or, you know, six weeks, whatever the case may be. Um, Or you'll see like the TV show, like The Biggest Loser, where it's like whoever can lose the most weight wins. And unfortunately, what people end up doing when they have those competitions or that show is they're going to extremes that aren't realistic at all with their day-to-day life. Like people are working out twice a day, doing a buttload of cardio, Um, Their diet is like salads all the time. They're doing like just real goofy stuff like doing like juice cleanses for a week and then like not ever eating bread, no desserts, no nothing. And so sure, maybe those people over that six weeks time frame, you're at your work, someone might lose a ton of weight during that time or like the person on the biggest loser might lose all of that weight, which is like great for them. That's cool. They had discipline during that time, but then talk to them two, three weeks, a couple months after that challenge is over big bet they gained all that weight back and probably more because when people do those types of challenges a lot of the times what they're doing isn't realistic at or not sustainable at all it's not realistic for what you're going to do the rest of your life no one is going to like permanently avoid forever alcohol desserts going and hanging out with friends um only drink water forever and ever like all of those things are areas you might have to incorporate a little bit to make progress, but like to just be that restrictive, it's not sustainable. So when people lose that weight, when they do those challenges, the idea of it sure is like, it's cool. It's like you have people that um, want to be disciplined and um, want to push each other to, you know, make a positive change in their life. But Oftentimes it leads to, you know, something that's negative because you lose all that weight, you lose it, and then you gain it right back because you're just going back to your normal habits and tendencies and not being realistic during that time to actually lose the weight. Um, And so going off of that same thing when there are diets like the, like, I think like Herbalife and different companies like that, goofy companies have like the 21 day challenge or like cleanse or whatever it is. And it's like, you're just supposed to have protein shakes for like three meals per day and then have like a really like healthy, like salad for the other meal. And like, that's all you do for 21 days straight, like no alcohol, no nothing. Can't go to happy hour. Can't do wine Wednesday. Can't celebrate national ice cream donut day. It's not fun. But for those 21 days, if you're on it, you're going to see progress. You're going to be like, damn, I'm like doing some things. Um, And then after those 21 days or like 30 days of like a whole 30 type of thing is over and you start kind of doing what you're doing, like what you normally are used to, like your quote unquote unhealthy foods are back in action, you gain weight back. And so kind of going back to the, the work challenges. 
people often gain weight back, one, because they restrict themselves so, so incredibly much during said period of time, during 21 days, 30 days, six weeks, whatever. Um, And so they're so restricted with it that the moment they're like no longer on the diet, no longer doing this challenge, they just go ham on food. They're like, give me the Big Mac, give me the pizza, ice cream, give me in everything in sight like anything i can have candy like stuff they don't even normally like that much they're like feasting on it so it's like when you're doing those like uber restrictive things you're building a bad relationship with foods that you probably should be having in moderation anyway but since you couldn't have them at all like they were completely off limits for so long you just want to like eat as much of them as you can because you're like afraid you're never going to be able to have them again it's kind of like when your parent when you're growing up and your parents like said you couldn't <laughs> said you like couldn't <laughs> this happened to me your parents said you couldn't date someone like if you're like a freshman in high school like this happened to me freshman in high school my parents said i couldn't date this person i was just like too young whatever and it made me want to like go hang out with them even more and they this this girl lived down the street from me and so i like went to the movies with her one time like i said i was going to my friend's house and i'm going to the movies with her um and i just wanted to keep hanging out with her more and more because because like i wasn't allowed quote unquote um and so it's the same thing with anything human behavior wise like if you tell someone they absolutely can't do something they're probably just gonna like rebel against that and want to do it even more anyway so like even if you can restrict yourself on a diet for six weeks or a certain amount of time it's gonna be it's you're gonna like automatically just want to like go ham on that stuff afterwards so the idea is to create some like healthy balance there with the the quote-unquote unhealthy foods like and i shouldn't say quote-unquote unhealthy like nothing is really unhealthy you can have really anything in moderation and make progress and like do some good things, look good, feel good. Um, but you know, things like pizza, ice cream, donuts, you know, the typical like junk food in a sense that, um, you know, if you just have that for every meal, you're going to feel like a turd and not look the best either. You might look like a turd. So it's going to create a really unhealthy relationship with those foods. If you're just uber restrictive of them during a period in time. Um, and then most people, when they are doing those challenges, whether it be, you know, those specific time diets or like the weight loss challenges, they have no clue what they're going to do afterwards. So even if they are like disciplined and have a good mindset with it, like, Hey, I'm doing this for a certain amount of time um i'm i'm gonna make progress one then even if they don't have like a bad relationship with those kind of foods after the fact people people's metabolism change how they look changes all that kind of stuff changes and so when they're on their own again and not like having to be uber restrictive they don't know what the next step is like do they keep doing that do they slowly work the foods back in and so when people kind of are in that paralysis by analysis type of thing where they're just like unsure and kind of stuck and take no action because they're stuck they oftentimes just go back to what they know so they just go back to the habits they had before so it's it's normally a combination of you know not knowing necessarily what the next step in the process is or it is you know feeling uber restricted and you know we are emotional people people are emotional creatures and so emotions even with food and especially with fitness and food and that kind of stuff it it gets the best out of you sometimes um so again ideal situation is to have some balance so those with that said even more the weight loss challenges are meant to be a good thing big picture they're they're pretty dumb like they're pretty stupid because it, it gives people the wrong idea of what fitness and what health and what sustainable weight loss looks like people that lose that weight oftentimes gain it back 
if someone takes their time with it and slowly develops better habits, slowly works in more fruits and veggies, slowly starts, you know, implementing workouts um, and goes into it with the right mindset that they're still going to enjoy life and life is still, you know, you can still have some pizza, still have some ice cream, still have some alcohol, still go out with friends, like still enjoy some things and, and have, you know, have those things in moderation, but make some tweaks to make progress, you're likely going to be able to stick with it for the long term. And that's the ultimate thing. You don't want to just look a certain way or lose a certain amount of weight and it'd be like a one week process. Cause like, what good does that do? Like you're, then you're just going to start getting in, the, in a bad cycle of losing weight, gaining it back, losing it again, it messes with you emotionally. It messes with your body in a bad way, your overall health. It's not ideal. It's not ideal. It's not what you want. So the ideal situation is to, you know, slowly lose weight, slowly lose body fat and do it over a period of time, not or a longer period of time, not just over a month or over six weeks. And after that, be the end all be all. This stuff is a journey. Going back to the name of the podcast, this fitness stuff is truly a journey. It, it doesn't have an ending date, I guess, except for when you die. But the goal is to be able to live your life as a healthier person, um, you know, be able to feel good, look good, feel how you want, look how you want, um, be able to have balance and enjoy things that, that you like, whether it be food and, and the events and times that come with food or alcohol and not be so restrained. You want to make fitness a part of your life, not your entire life, and therefore don't want to permanently restrict and restrict and restrict in order to look and feel how you want. So, Big picture, that's kind of the goal with anyone. Um, that's what I want for people. I think that's what most people want as well. It's just, it's challenging to get to that point. And a lot of it is because of, you know, those type of shows where it's like, hey, lose as much weight as possible. People see those actions that those people are taking or they're in a weight loss challenge at work. And there are certain things that like people talk around the office or tell you what to do or you look on like just the internet and it's like top 10 ways to lose weight fast. And it's like a bunch of bullshit goofiness. And so they follow that and think that's the only way, and it's not. So if you're in one of those weight loss competitions or going into it or you know see those shows, take it with a grain of salt because the people that actually do the best with it, they're probably not going to make the most progress or be the most happy in the long term because they're going to gain the weight back and just be in a constant cycle of messed up in the head because they're losing gaining weight. So for you, this is what I want for you. I want you to be able to slowly make habit changes to what you do on a regular basis. That's what it comes down to. And one of the things to you know, enjoy foods, enjoy life, make changes slowly, but actually keep making progress is to be aware of what causes the progress to be made. People oftentimes just aimlessly aimlessly go about their fitness goals um, just based on what they hear and attack it because they're super motivated for a period of time, but they don't have any of the knowledge of like why the progress is actually happening. So with that said, getting into a calorie deficit, what that is, what it entails, you know, what changes you can make now and to start to learn about it and implement it and make the changes um, that you want and make progress for the long term. So anytime anyone loses weight, Say you start at 200 pounds, you go to 190 pounds, you were in what is called a calorie deficit. So basically what that means is that your body and you have a certain amount of calories that you need to take in based on your age, height, weight, body fat percentage, activity level per day, activity level on any given day, um, you know how much muscle mass you have. And 
the amount of calories you take in to maintain your current body weight with all those factors is your calorie maintenance amount. That's your maintenance calories. And so when you're in a calorie deficit, it's any amount of calories below that maintenance amount. So when you are in a calorie deficit, um, that's what's going to cause you to lose weight. And so anytime, again, anyone loses weight, it's from a calorie deficit. So it's, it's important to know that because no matter what changes you make with your diet, it's all leading to the same thing. If someone is on a keto diet, basically meaning they're super low calorie, super low carb, or someone, you know, cuts out sweets from their diet or someone, you know, is actually counting their calories. The reason is because they're in a calorie deficit that they're making progress. They're making progress because they're taking in less calories and their body needs to maintain its current weight. So that's the first thing to completely understand. You need to be either taking in less calories or burning more calories throughout the day to make progress. And that is what it comes down to. Obviously, there are certain foods that you know help and do a better job with that. But to lose weight, you have to be in a calorie deficit. And for most people, you again, you can lose weight through more activity, through working out more, through working out longer. And your diet can be a little more lenient than like as is like athletes, pro athletes, where they're so, so, so incredibly active. And so they can eat a little bit more, um, you know, higher calorie foods, more junk food and still stay really lean and in shape because their activity level is so high. Whereas someone that's an accountant or works in finance, like I used to, you're sitting at a desk for eight, nine, 10 hours a day. You're driving to work. Even if you get a workout and you're only walking around the gym, like, I don't know, half a mile at most walking out to your car and back. I mean, it's just not that much activity level. So your calorie maintenance amount is going to be lower because you just don't have that much time or energy or mental capacity to work out nonstop for days, for multiple days throughout the week. So you have to be more in control of your nutrition to actually effectively be in a calorie deficit to make progress. So nutrition becomes the most important thing when you're an adult and when you're in a workspace, when you have a family, when you have a life, when you have things going on. So um, before we get into some specific tweaks to make, I want to touch on, you know, what, how to know if you're in a calorie deficit, what you can do to start, you know, kind of being aware of it. Um, a few, a few tricks that you can do a few things to actually, um, you know, set a calorie goal for yourself. So first, before we do that, you have to be tracking your calories that you're eating in order for this to matter and like to take what I'm saying into effect and take take action on it. So the best way to do that is just uh, signing up for my fitness pal, um, you know, creating an account and start logging your meals on there. You can, you know, look up foods you have, whether it be from restaurants, you can scan barcodes of foods and enter your serving sizes. It takes some time to um, get it down and like actually get tracking calories down, but it's a skill. And just like any skill, it takes time. Keep doing it. Keep working on it. It's normally pretty easy. It takes a few days. A little monotonous at first, a little tedious, but gets better. So, first thing you could do um, to know that you're in a calorie deficit or be in a calorie deficit: multiply your current weight by 11. And it's this is going to be kind of all over the place for a lot of people because body fat percentage um, is different for each person, muscle mass is different for each person, activity level is different. But this is the, just a very general thing. So, multiply your weight by 11. Say you're 200 pounds and you multiply it by 11, it's going to be 2,200 calories. 
that is the the amount around there that you want to aim to get to be at to start losing weight so 2200 calories is the amount you want to aim for and again that could be different for each person Uh, and the most important thing if you're hitting 2200 calories per day is one to know what your weight is so you're at 200 pounds Two, be actually hitting around that amount every single day. If you're way over that and not making progress, that explains it. And three, you need to be able to track and see, you know, is your weight going down? Do you look leaner? Do, you know, take pictures at first. Take pictures of yourself without a shirt on. See what, what your you know stomach looks like, arms look like, different areas of your body look like. And weigh yourself. And then after a week, two weeks, every one to two weeks, take more pictures, weigh yourself again, see kind of where you're at, what you're looking like. If you're, if you're hitting those calorie goals and making progress, stick with it because you're in a calorie deficit. If you're losing weight or you're looking leaner in your pictures, that means that you're in a calorie deficit because you're losing body weight. That's what being in a calorie deficit is losing weight. However, if you're you know, staying stagnant or you are gaining weight, then you know that you need to drop the calories lower. And so that whole idea of you know, tracking progress and upping um, or keeping calories the same based on your progress is going to apply for all of these different concepts. But multiplying your weight by 11 and that being the calorie goal that you aim for is one strategy, one very easy strategy to go about it. You just have to be aware of you know, some people that might be overeating, some people that might be undereating, um, way undereating for your goal um, to lose weight. So just be aware of that. Um, the second thing you can do is track, take, take inventory of your weight. So say you're 200 pounds today, track your calories for a week, every single day, see how many roughly calories you have per day. Say on average, you have 2,700 calories per day. That's your average you have. And at the end of the week, you're 200 pounds still. That means that 2,700 calories is probably your maintenance amount of calories, um, or around there. 2,700 is your maintenance because you stayed at the same weight. And, um, so from there you can get a, have a calorie goal that is going to allow you to be in a calorie deficit and make progress. So if your maintenance is 2,700 calories, drop it by 300 to 400 calories, and that's going to be your goal. So it's not quite the 2,200 that we have from the previous estimate. Um, but it's, it's, you know, it's around there. Um, so it kind of shows you that it can be, you know, kind of accurate sometimes. Obviously, 2,700 is just an arbitrary number I pulled out, but you want to drop it by about three, 400 calories from where your maintenance amount is to lose weight at a sustainable amount. Um, and going off of that sustainable amount of weight loss per week is about one to two pounds per week. Um, for for people that have more weight to lose, then it's probably more like two to three pounds. But if you're losing one to two pounds per week, that's phenomenal. And that goes back to the sustainability factor, all those competitions, you want to lose weight as fast as possible, but it's not sustainable. If you're losing three, four, five, six, seven pounds a week, if you're losing, um, you know, one to two pounds a week on average for a month, two months at a time, you're in a good place. You're probably enjoying life a decent amount. You're not taking in too little of calories and like uber starving and hungry all the time. Um, but you're still making progress and that's the most important thing. And you're building habits that are necessary along the way. Um, so those are really the two areas that I like, or two strategies I like to do estimate with a number. And then, you know, uh, with the multiplication number with multiplying it by 11 and then track to see where you're at each day or track, track your calories each day, monitor your progress where you're at each week, every two weeks, go from there, make adjustments from there. Um, same thing by, you know, tracking your calories for a week at a time, um, beforehand seeing roughly what your maintenance is and then making adjustments off of that. 
And most importantly, again, you need to adjust it based on the progress you're making or not making. If you're making progress, keep the calories the same until you stop making progress. Don't broke what's not, what's not fixed or don't, what's, what, what's the saying? You know what I'm talking about. Um, so that's kind of the strategy with being in a calorie deficit. So I'm going to take a break right now to sip on this coffee. That was kind of scary. Um, again, I'm in my kitchen and like some dish just randomly dropped out of nowhere. I don't think I have ghosts here, but here we are. Um, so a lot of information thrown at you in a, in a extended period of time right now, but we're almost finished with it. We're almost finished. And so the last couple things I want to touch on are, are tweaks that you can make and things to keep in mind when you're trying to be in a calorie deficit. So first tweaks that you can make to be in a calorie deficit. Oftentimes people think that they have to go from zero to 100 with the healthy eating and healthy habits immediately. They think they need to eat chicken and broccoli and salads for every single meal and never drink alcohol. And that's the only way to get in shape. And that is far from the truth. Say that someone goes out to eat and they get a burger and fries for lunch damn near every day. If they get a grilled chicken sandwich with fries, they're cutting back on about 300 calories right there. That adjustment alone, even if they kept all their other meals the same, that's going to make a huge impact on how they look. Cutting 300 calories from what you normally do is going to make a big impact. And then same thing if say your breakfast is just like a super like high calorie muffin and some like high calorie desserty Starbucks drink that's like total 700 calories. Say instead of that, you just get a black coffee, which is zero calories. You get a protein shake in, which is like 100 to 150 calories and a piece of fruit, which is like 100 calories, a banana, apple, something like that. That's 250 calories as opposed to 700 for the morning. You're probably going to be more full, if not, or at least just as full from the muffin and drink you normally get in the morning. And the rest of your day, you could pretty much keep it the same for the time being, and you're going to start to make progress. So small tweaks like that go a long way. Um, But the overall areas to try to improve on are having leaner sources of protein. Um, So, you know, chicken, fish, obviously you don't want to have them fried, baked, grilled, you know, roasted, whatever, um, lean ground turkey or lean ground beef, like 93% lean ground turkey or lean ground beef. Um, Greek yogurt is a, is a nice thing to have. It's like a leaner source of protein, but want to have egg whites too, but want to have a leaner source of protein with most of your meals. Um, that's going to help cut back on calories uh, and also keep you full for the calories you're having. And then also the oldest thing that you should be focusing on. And I know you know this, but just want to reiterate it is getting in plenty of fruits and vegetables. So trying to have each meal with some kind of fruit, some kind of veggie, maybe a combination of the two, but trying to have that be the main part of, of a meal. And then from there, you can you know start working in some of those fun things you like. Maybe you have like a, a little bit of ice cream with, with dinner, or maybe you have like a glass or two of wine with dinner. Um, or maybe you have like a donut in the morning if, if you're celebrating a birthday or something like that at work. So when you are more strict and you're getting in a little bit more strict with like the bulk of your meals and you're getting in, you know, veggies, fruits, things that are actually going to make you feel good, but be lower calorie and allow you to make process progress. You're actually going to, you know, make progress, but you can still have some flexibility with it. So small changes go a long way. There are tweaks you can make. Um, let me know if, if you want to go over some specific areas, tweaks to make with what you're doing. Um, the next thing is with a calorie deficit. So tweaks you can make. Um, 
so I guess, yeah, I mean, I guess the last thing with all of this is just to be consistent with it. So a lot of people, um, even past when, when they first start something, when someone starts something for two weeks, they're uber motivated because they probably, something probably sparked them to take action. And so those first two weeks they're on the ball, they might be seeing progress. And then after those two weeks, when it just kind of gets back into the monotony of it and you have to like actually fall in love with the process of it, people fall vastly out of love. They, they, they don't like, they don't like, you know, the daily grind of, you know, planning out meals and tracking calories and making those tweaks. They want to revert back to what they've always done and normally do. And when you do that, you're obviously not going to make progress. You keep doing the same thing over and over again from what you've been doing. You're not going to make progress. So you're only as good as the next day that's in front of you. Your progress is only as good as the next day that's in front of you. So the important thing is that overall you want to be consistent and that doesn't mean that every day has to be perfect and you have to hit your calorie goals every single day that's also not realistic but over the long term you want to be able to have most days you're pretty on track maybe you're 50 calories over 100 calories over some days but um want to want to be overall consistent and you want to be consistent over being perfect because if you're aiming for perfection every single day eventually that's going to wear on you mentally and eventually you're not going to be perfect and if you put so much weight in that once you're not perfect you're probably just going to be like f it go back to what you're doing eat super unhealthy whatever the case is so just aim to be consistent if you have a day where you mess up or you know eat way more calories or go out to dinner you have a pizza or an entire pizza or an entire bottle of wine or just go ham on ice cream that's cool that's cool. It's one day. It's one isolated incident. Get back on track the next day. Get back to being eating the foods and, and tracking your calories to be in a calorie deficit. And eventually you will, um, not eventually, I mean, if you're, if you're tracking and aware of that stuff, you're, you're going to be just fine and you're going to keep making progress. So that's, that's a lot of information for this first episode, man. That's a lot. Um, I appreciate you listening. Um, if you have questions, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, and, you know, like I said, going to eventually try to have guests on, I'm going to start, you know, scouting out people that I think would be good to talk about their fitness journey, how it impacts them, their life for them to be successful in other avenues and struggles they've overcame with their fitness journey. Um, but also want to have a lot of good information that you can actually take and apply and take action on to make progress for yourself. So this first one, um, just because I talk a lot about you know calories and um, you know doing it in a sustainable way and enjoying life, I figured that would be a good first topic of conversation to have with this podcast. Um, so last thing before I sign off, um, just remember it's a journey. It's it's a it's a process to get where you want. It's a never ending journey at that as well. So one day doesn't make or break you for good or bad. Um, you always have the next day. And the, the most important thing is to take action when you have, um, when you have the chance. So honestly, for me, I've been thinking about making a podcast for a while. It's been something that's been on my mind, something I thought that I should do honestly for about a year and a half. Um, so one of my friends actually messaged me and asked me why I don't make a podcast just because the way I like went about a lot of my posts and content are a little more long form. And so he was like, dude, I think people would like, like to listen to it and just never really got around to it kept putting on the back burner. But with 2019 technology and the way the world is set up, got to love the fact that I can report record a podcast and put it up on all all of the platforms right after this. Um, So 
again, take action when you have the chance day in and day out. That's what it's all about. And know that it's a journey. Whatever your goal is, it's not going to happen in one day. But those small wins each and every day, being in a calorie deficit each day and making that your goal each day, taking it one day at a time, that adds up to big time progress over the long term. And the the habits you build during that are what are going to make you and continue being the person that you want to be um, and look and feel how you want to look. So I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful, fantastic, awesome day. If you have any questions, feel free to um, shoot me a message. My Instagram name is at gainsbypat. Uh, my email is patrick at journey to gains.com and I am looking forward to talking on the next podcast. Peace and blessings, much love, and we will uh, we'll be chatting soon, homies.